Good evening. Welcome to a Tuesday session of Castways. I'm Kat. This is Buckets. As always, we've got Aaron. He's from Wales. Brayden. Bray Bray. And we've Hi. got Leon. Hello. We have not done a podcast in about two weeks because every one of us has had something going on in their social calendar. But before we start, before we start, drum roll, please. You might want to tell everyone Leon's actually from and where Brayden's from. Brayden's from... Good old Bris Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> Leon's from, from New the, South Wales. In the Hawkesbury. In the Hawkesbury. Now, before we start, let's all chime in. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Leon. Thank, thank you. I appreciate that. You're not going to tell us your age, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't look a day over. I don't look a day over dead. Uh, take one up like 23 or something. Yeah. No one will ever know, right? Happy birthday. Yeah. All righty. Let's start before this thing starts counting us down. Tonight's topic is going to be about social media. We've been wanting to do this one for a while um, and rehash it. So let's start. Number one, is social media a curse or a blessing buckets? Um, I could think it's both. I mean, it's certainly working to our advantage, um, you know, with podcasts such as this. Um, but I do kind of find that there are a lot of trolls on social media and something for which, you know, like I, I remember the days when um, if you ever had a dispute amongst your friends, you basically go out to the pub or you had them with a meal and you, you know, discuss your differences and you resolve them, right? But since the advent of Facebook, um, you know, people just lose friends within seconds over nothing. It's like, oh, I don't like your political party. I'm going to hate you for the rest of your life. And, and that's the way it goes, you know, or, and, and, you know, before Facebook, you know, um, these sort of, you know, it never used to happen that people would just end the friendship, you know, over, over just trivial stuff, but now it happens every single day, courtesy of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram and many others. Aaron, do you think that social media is a curse or a blessing? Um, in some ways, it can be a curse because obviously you don't you don't know who who you're meeting um, on the on the internet, and then in other ways, it can be a blessing because you can reconnect with people you're not connected with for for a very long time. Mm. Brayden, do you think social media um, is a blessing or a curse? It goes both ways. For me, um, I think that social media can be great for like job job opportunities. Um, if you look at the influencer market, people have brooms. You look at companies; they've benefited from social media. You know, being able to be connected with the whole world, and like you, yourself, you're connected with so many different people that mm. you don't know. I mean, how do you think we met each other? Exactly. We met each other through social media. Yeah. But, yeah, social media can definitely be a very dark and toxic place. Um, you know, there are a lot of subcultures of, you know, very, like, very jarring things. You know, you typically tend to get desensitised over a period of time over the whole, you know, whether it's war, you know, whether it's racism, sexism, you know, all, all those very awful things that happen in the world that you would usually not 
expect to see so often. So yeah, it goes both ways. Leon, blessing yeah, on I'm 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 definitely with Braden on that one because it just definitely does go both ways. Uh, it, when a social media just started to you know slowly pick up, it was good, and if there was any issues and stuff like that, it could be dealt with straight away. And those people will be you know off straight away. But now there's too many people on social media these days. There are too many trolls. You can't pretty much type something because if you type something, somebody's going to find a way to spin it and realize, hey, wait a minute, no matter what you've said here even though you would, may not have intended it to go that way, we'll probably put yeah. you in a social media penalty box. And I should know my account's still on a bloody penalty box right now in Facebook. Well, I'm about to shut down my Facebook page uh, pretty soon, actually. And I'll be coming up with a different page to, just to get away from these trolls because the stuff that I type and stuff that I post, right, is never meant to be intended on, say, you know, being – I don't know, being offensive but there's always that these days and i hate to say it but there's always some sort of karen out there that will find a way to say oh wait a minute he's typed this this might be racist the next thing you know the next thing you know their bloody algorithms are going over time and they'll go through the dictionary which will probably take them god knows how long and realize this word here may have offended some country or some bs and stuff like that I hate to, I used to like social media, but these days it's just rapidly becoming a toilet. It's not real life. Mm. Mm. I must agree for me. I think it, it's a bit of mix, but as Braden said, as Braden Aaron said, it's a mix. And I agree with you in buckets. It's a mix of yes and no. It's a yin and a yang. If you look at it, because, you know, Braden, Aaron, and myself, we, we met on social media. And we became instantly close like that. And we became, we became best friends and they met Philip on social media. And it's sort of, it's good when you meet people and then when you have your, your you know, friends and you have family on there, whether you're in Australia or around the world, it's a way of socially connecting us worldwide, you know, in real time uh, to talk to each other, to see each other physically, um, even though we're, oceans apart it connects you physically it connects you mentally and emotionally with us it just with us like that we became a family but the down part about it is that as leon said when it comes to the trolls when it comes to cyber bullying when it comes to people attacking and anyone on social media we don't you know we don't look at the statistics of suicide rates in australia and around the world when it comes to social media because social media tends to make people suffer depression and end up, you know, hurting, you know, hurting the people that they love. And, you know, it tends to loss of life or loss of lives, if I may say so. You know, I'm, I may not like TikTok, for example. I don't agree with TikTok. I don't want TikTok. But other people see it as a great thing, you know, because so many people are on it. You can do dance moves. You can do so many creative things. And celebrities are on it. But same as Twitter. I used to have Twitter. I closed it down because I just don't see the point of it. But I think it's a blessing, but it's more so a curse when it comes to cyberbullying. Let's look at the next question. So cyberbullying and trolling goes hand in hand with social media. Should we create a cyber 10 commandments of what to do and what not to do buckets? Um, I, I think uh, we actually should. I think there should be a, um, a cyber um, 10 commandments uh, back in the day when there was 9MSN, 
Um, there really wasn't the Ten Commandments, but there kind of wasn't in the sense that um, they had things like um, don't give out uh, personal numbers to people, uh, don't tell people where you live because they mm. could stalk you. I mean, they never really said it, but those there was just common sense, right? Um, that you know, there's there's like other things like. Um, I, I remember the first time I my family got the internet and my mum said, you can go on the internet for as long as you want on the condition you talk to no one. Didn't stop me. <laughs> I talked to a lot of people. I talked to a lot of women. Um, but uh, it was, um, you know, but those, the, the, I can understand why she was a bit afraid of that because, um, you know, anyone can just, you know, stalk a bunch of uh, vulnerable um, children and and lead them to people's yeah. houses and do all sorts of things. And I've actually heard of, of um, friends of mine where that's actually happened, where they've lured them to their house and then all sorts of crazy shit has happened. Excuse the language. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I think that there really does need to be a Ten Commandments when, uh, especially today, where everyone's trolling and more people are spending more time online. Um, you know, um, you, there needs to be some sort of, you know, basic common sense list um, before getting online. And because there are um, untrustworthy, crazy people online. Brayden, do you think the social media should have a cyber 10 commandments of what to do, what not to do? Um, yeah, I think, I think it's time that we do invest into some sort of thing like that. Um, mainly yeah. because um, a lot of people can be ruthless on social media. There's also mm. a lot of people that can catfish and can pretend to be someone else. Yeah. You know, there's already kind of already things in place to really kind of help minimize that. You know, I know from my experiences on Facebook, um, you know, I yeah. when I first joined Facebook, I made an account and mm -hmm. they thought I wasn't being myself. So I was locked out of that account and I still can't get into it to this day. So I had to make the account that I already have on my Facebook right now. So it shows that there is some sort of movement into creating safe, a safe space so people don't, you know, kind of fall for that or they get scammed. But yeah. it does still happen. And I think there needs to be some sort of, groundwork to do with that so yeah Aaron same question do you think social media should have a kind of um cyber 10 commandments of what to do what not to do what do you think yeah I think I think I think they should have some sort of sort of um so, sort of rule book kind of kind of thing of of what to do and what not to do and what to say because because like because as you all said that when you when you type something it it can it can come across as nasty or sort of um in, intimidating and stuff like that you know 
we've we've all experienced some kind of cyberbullying trolling. Uh, Leon, same question: Should uh, social media create a cyber ten commandments <clears throat> of what to do, what not to do? I wouldn't be surprised that they already do have a quote unquote cyber tenth commandments. It's just a matter of just reading the fine print when it comes to your social media stuff. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. be, but the problem is, right, is they try to weasel it in so it's like really technical and stuff like that. So unless you're a super nerd that can read the fine prints and stuff like that and this stuff, you're not going to really see it. You're not going to really notice it. I wish they did have it just. Basic, it's like yeah. basic Ten Commandments like thing. That's the way it should be done. So that way, people who couldn't be, you know, couldn't be stuffed, you know, reading fifty million bloody words just to get to what you can and what you can't do. That's simple. Yeah. I really believe that there should be like a Ten Commandments of social media, it, but I, not, but not in the technical sense, the basic sense. Make it easy for everybody to understand properly. I agree with buckets with you, Leon. I agree with Aaron and Braden. This is my quick take on it, is that <coughs> when we all first joined Facebook after MySpace, I felt MySpace was a bit safer. Um, yeah. And then Facebook came along and it really blew up globally in a great way. And I believe now in the more modern society of modern world of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, we've all experienced cyberbullying. We've all experienced trolling. We've all experienced hate. We've all experienced threats. We've all experienced everything in between. Now, I think if you're going to join Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or Twitter, I think these social media people who make these, you know, social media things should really look at it and go, we have young ones as low as 14, 15, 16 on social media. We need to have, really have rules. How old are you? Why do you want to join Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Twitter? What is the reason behind you joining? Is it to friends? Is it to create videos? Is it to watch? Is it to talk to family? You know, um, we need proof that you're smart or you're old enough to do it. And if you're not, there should be a thing saying, unfortunately, you're too young to join these platforms. We can't allow you to join until you are of legal age. And I think... That's that's the uh, you know that's the bad parts about it, which leads into my third question, if I may ask. What are the benefits of social media? As I said, is that there should be a do or do not. There should be a lockout law, which is if you're underage, you cannot join any platform. Um, if you're going to join, you cannot uh, intimidate. You cannot threaten. You cannot harass. You cannot bully. You cannot intimidate. Uh, you cannot write nasty comments. You can't be stalking someone's Facebook page. You can't send a friend's request from another page. You can't message them. Follow these rules or else you're not allowed to join. What do you think? Well, the only issue I have with that is then it's no longer social media because the whole, the whole point of calling it social media is you do exactly that. You basically talk to as many people as you, you can because that's how it spreads. I mean, that's what social actually means. You're talking to a whole range of people um, and the other thing is, um, maybe I do agree with um, listing a reason why you're using said sort of platform. platform. Yeah. Um, but it would be really hard to regulate that. I mean, uh, it, it, because like, you know, you could just go, oh, I'm using this for um, work or I'm using this for leisure. The truth is people will always um, have their own reasons for why they want to use social media whether it's for work or for leisure or something 
um, illegal, but um, unless there's a definitive reason um, that you can prove why they're using it, it's going to be really, really hard to regulate. Um, and also, um, the other thing about IDs and things like that, um, that's going to be really hard to regulate as well because there's a whole bunch of privacy laws that would be broken as well. Um, and people just wouldn't stand for it, basically. The, you know, Even though I think it's probably a good idea, it's a really... Yeah, um, the, people's privacies will be um, will uh, most likely be um, destroyed by providing those sorts of identifications and stuff like that. Aaron, do you, what do you think the benefits of social media? Like, do you think, as Bucket said, I think I think the, the benefits are sort of meeting uh, loads of different people from all walks of life and and stuff like that and. Obviously, there is a there is a site for social media that is a nasty site, if that makes sense. You know, it's it's, it's like like as as um as Bucket said um what was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can remind you. I'll send you texts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure someone's closed captioning this right now. <laughs> yeah, um, I was saying about the benefits of just social rewind yeah. just in case you didn't know. You were saying like, something about um, the benefits of social media? Yeah, um like obviously you you can't monitor like say a 13-year-old wants to join Facebook for for example, that 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 doesn't stop them from making up a fake a fake uh, account. Like um birth date to Get into get into Facebook. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like there, there's not a way of stopping that happening. You know? Yeah. What do you think, Brayden? What are the benefits? And um, what are the non-benefits? Well, yeah. Wait. So, what, are we talking about the benefits? The benefits. Or the, non-benefits? the benefits. Okay. Cool. Um. Okay. The benefits of social media. Mm is that it can get you a job. It can get you more exposure. Um, I know that, you know, from being someone who is young, who was born into the social media age, I I will disclose my age. I am 20. Okay, so I was born in 2000. Okay. And, you know, I, I got to see influences. I got to see people just do the things they love. They turn their hobbies into a business kind of measure. And they were able to make millions upon millions of it and have this brand and have this company. And I think, you know, you look at TikTok. TikTok's algorithm is so beneficial because the For You page is just... Mm something that will, it will give you anything and everything like all types of content i get content from people that have like one or two followers and i also get content from people that have like millions upon millions of hundreds of millions of followers like addison ray the d'amelio sisters little hardy like so many different people that have these big platforms and you know some of them just 
got on camera and just started dancing to like popular songs that's Mm. how they got their fame so it's so simple and I think that you know it's it's the future it's the future of being financially stable and having the lavish life that you desire yeah yeah Leon what are the benefits well, the benefits of social media, I think, is I think might have been what Aaron said straight off the bat. You know, reconnecting with old friends and stuff like that, or old school buddies and stuff. You know, that's the one of the benefits of uh, social media because, like, I didn't even know half these people that I'm in contact with on my Facebook oh. were on actually on Facebook. You know, I didn't even know her. I didn't even realize so. I got found reconnected with a few friends. I've actually, you know, caught up with a few friends as well by social media. So that's one of the best things about it. You know, they they want to have like some sort of get together and stuff like that. Man, I'm down for it. I'll I'll go there and say hello and just reminisce and all that sort of stuff. That's one of the benefits of uh, social media. But at the same time, there's more trolls than there are actual people out there. You type in something and someone's going to come up with snarky and stuff like that just to try and make your day what would be a good day into like a really miserable one. Let's, let's look at the, um, the non benefits go. Um, the, the nights of the cons. Yep. Um, well, again, I think I've mentioned this before. It's really easy to lose friends very quickly on social media. Um, and you know, the, the thing is, um, I've kind of found that, um, but even though you might have say 400 friends on Facebook, um, you probably only talk to maybe five that you're actually really close to. Um, so few people in today, so few adults, I should say, actually have more than 30 friends that they see on a regular basis. The, mm. the average is about five or six and you're doing really well if it's plus 10 but this business about having 400 friends, I mean, how many do you actively speak to regularly? And I bet you any money it's not 400. It's probably mm. four. Um, so that's, that's one thing about uh, Facebook. And I, I also kind of, one of the um, other bad things I don't like about Facebook is that, and I've fallen into this trap as well, is that, uh, Facebook projects an image of all these really, really good things happening to said um, people. But that's only one side of the story. And so when yeah. you basically see that everyone else is having a great time except you, that can make you really, really depressed. Mm. But that's the side that you're mm. seeing from every. Because let's be honest, when you take a picture of something and you put it on Facebook, it's usually 90% of the time, it's going to be something based on something that makes you happy. Mm. And you will put that on your page and you will, that's the side that you want to show everyone. But there's a really good chance if you're really depressed or miserable or whatever, that you're not even going to post that on Facebook unless you're really peeved off about something. Mm. Um, but for the most yeah. part, your all your pictures, they're going to be pictures of you on the beach or you with um, the love of your life or um, you with your happy family and stuff like that. Well, someone else who's got, who's in feeling terrible is looking at that and going, where did my life go? Hmm. And you raise the level of depression and suicide when yeah. 
you look at other people and you're jealous of those other people's lives. Like, what's wrong with my life? Because every, all of my friends that I've known, his life is going well, except mine. Mm. What's What am <clears throat> I doing wrong? Exactly. So, so that's I think that's a real problem with Facebook. Do you agree, Brad? And, uh, and on before that, just to, add, just to add something that Aaron said earlier on, you know, about, you know, banning accounts and they could just uh, relaunch another account and stuff like that. There is something that the techs can do, but it'll only be, it'll only be like a temporary stop measure because uh, there is nerdy ways around it. I don't know why, you know, these companies or whatever, these social media companies don't introduce IP banning. But the problem is if you do some IP banning, what will happen eventually to get around it, and I don't encourage this, by the way, and anybody. So if anybody comes looking for me or comes looking for Cat, Bryden or Aaron or Buckets, don't oh. come looking for me. You get a lot more publicity that way. <laughs> Look, Just, got- uh, like, what will happen what, what will happen is these guys who are banned will um, probably use oh. a term called IP, IP renewal, IP config renewal, one of those commands, which will give them a new IP account and they'd be able to sign up again the same way. So it's it's a balancing act. Okay, look, we've got nine minutes and 23 seconds. If it ends, I will press record again. Let's get into it uh, before it counts down. Uh, can we realistically live without social media quickly? Um, okay, you used to be able to do it, and mm. I'm sure yeah. that there's a way that people can go camping and without social media um but to be honest we're so ingrained in social media it's become part of our lives it's also become you know part of the dna dna or or stitching of our society that i think it's it would be to to go off social media uh would be just too drastic um to be perfectly honest i mean i was born before social media i was born at the end of 81 so at the time, we didn't have social media. We didn't have any of these platforms until later on in life. Can we live realistically without social media? The answer is no, um, because we we rely too much on technology. We rely too much on our phones. We rely too much on what's happening in the world with our friends and family mm. that I don't mean to sound silly or stupid, but it's kind of like a walking tabloid magazine. It is. It's yeah. kind of like a gossip rag where everyone wants to know everyone's business. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't have social media nowadays, you're considered a weird person. What do you think, Brayden? Um, well, I I got the social media at the right age of 12. That's when I started getting wow. into it. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's hard because, mm. like, you know, in my childhood, it was so easy. You didn't think about anything. <laughs> I mean, that's what children do. They just they just do anything that they want and they just don't think twice. Whereas, like, you know, you get older and you kind of get into it and, you know, kind of you start learning about the world. But, yeah, like, I don't know. I think... For someone like me who sees social media as like a business opportunity, as a way to make connections and whatnot, and I know how dangerous social media can be, mm. even just by watching people have these amazing lives. You know, you, you look at yourself and you're like, "Damn, why aren't I skinny? Why don't I have that? Why don't I have a BBL and like a slim waist?" and 
big boobs. It's I got big boobs and I can add to the answer to that is because I eat too much. <laughs> <laughs> My arm's like it's so <laughs> you know, it, going back. Sorry, going back to my point. Yes, I, I, I don't know if I could realistically live without social media because Aaron? of how much of a benefit it's been. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I definitely can't live without social media because we've like we've been brought up in that social media age, and then. We're constantly on our phones. And, like, I'd, I can't go a day without looking at my phone or, or like, my laptop or whatever, you know? So it's like, mm. yeah, we definitely can't get, give up social media. In the next five minutes and 19 seconds, let's ask the last question. Have we turned ourselves into a brand instead of an identity due to social media? Yes. Quickly. I, I think we definitely have. We've gone from an individual identity to an actual brand. For every time you have a Facebook, you're effectively a brand because people judge you according to what you put on online, what you say, what you think, whatever. Um, even on the Facebook um, thing, it says, uh, what does it say? Tell me what you think or whatever. Yeah. Or what are you thinking? Or whatever. What are you thinking about, um, yeah? Yeah, what's, what's yeah. on your mind or whatever. So you, whether you like it or not, the minute you have a social media account, you are effectively a brand. Just as much yeah. as Mel Gibson is a brand, just as much as Goldie Horn is a brand, exactly. you are you are all currently brands, including me. Okay, all together. Leon, have we turned ourselves into a brand instead of an identity? Yet you know what? I, I actually think you're right about that. I think we are. I think, you know, we are turning into a brand. When the moment you sign up to social media, you become your own brand. It's just a matter of putting your finishing touches to your own brand. What about you, Braden? Yeah, yeah, it, because you, you present yourself in such a way that you wouldn't in your real life. You know, as much you could try so much to just present yourself how you are and what you do with your life, but, you know, that's all based on likes and engagement and comments and what people say and will people follow you, will people unfollow you, will people troll you, you know, it all, I guess you can be yourself, but it's not the person that you are when you're going to bed at night or you're in your own house or you're off social media. Aaron, so different. Have we turned yeah. into a brand? Um. I'd say I'd say we have because obviously you put yourself you put the side of yourself you want to put out there on social media. You know, it's like mm-hmm. like no nobody nobody knows what's going on behind closed doors and like and then yeah. I, last thing I'm just going to say about this is I do believe we've turned ourselves into a brand. As Bucket said, we put every single piece of information about our lives on social media. I am I am part of that. Okay. I post photos. I post what I think, whether it's political, whether it's not political, whether it's for friends, mm-hmm. whether it's not. And I think it's sort of, it becomes like an entrapment of we are living in a non-realistic 
world of cybering and you know we've forgotten what it feels like to really connect like send an old-fashioned yeah. send a letter old-fashioned by mail send the card by mail give a phone call go knock on your neighbor's door and say hi how are you doing have a conversation meet for coffee i think that's become such a modern sort of different way of communicating with one another and they have send an email to your neighbor yeah, yeah which, by the way, but even that in itself is yeah. like a brand because uh, your friends are judging you based off the character you are, yeah. like a corporation. Yeah. So it, it, you're still a brand. Take, for example, Catspace. Exactly. We are all using it, and not just as a family and close friends, but we are also using it <coughs> to our, right to our platforms. Brand. Yeah. And, you know, friends and yeah. family and, you know, viewers out there. To our subscribers, new and old, to our viewers, let us know what you think of our podcast, social media. Is it a curse or is it a blessing? What do you think of what we just said? Let us know in the comments below. When you go to YouTube, type in Catspace, you'll find us. The subscribe button is just there where Aaron was showing you, Aaron and Brayden. And there's a bell next to it. Make sure you click that. We're also on Spotify. We're also on anchor.fm. So if you can't, don't have time to watch the video, you have time to listen to the audio. Thank you so much, Buckets, Aaron, Leon, and Brayden for joining us tonight. Oh, and, and one more thing, since we've got like a minute. one minute left. Um, since we've acknowledged ourselves as a brand, can you send us money or something so we can get some proper <laughs> advertising, man? There's a difference between brand oh, and pyramid not a charity scheme. here, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All jokes aside, thank you so much for joining us. Until then, we're going to bring you another fun podcast next week. Stay tuned. We'll get to figure out how to use that other platform. Until then, good night. Thank you so, 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 so much. Uh, and we'll see you guys soon. Don't forget to subscribe. And thank you so much for hearing us. Bye, all. Bye. Bye.